Hey, it's good to be back with you. We're always glad that you're with us, and we it's a constant prayer and, uh, and, and intention that we are a blessing to you. And if we are, we pray that you uh, share this with other people and get other people to watch it as well, and maybe it'll bless them, uh, bless them too. We're going to be winding up our series in, in the gospel today, a little bit of a wrap-up, and before we go any further, I want to wish you a happy Thanksgiving. I pray it's a, a great time with family and friends and loved ones, and and I know some of you are going to be going through this holiday season, and it can really add to your grief, uh, and our prayers are with you. Our family is even involved in that too as well, And but uh, just remember as believers, we overflow with thanksgiving because of what the Lord has done for us and, and his presence is there with us and walking us through that. But we pray he empowers you during this holiday season. As we wrap up, I'm going to use the verse that I started off this series with, which is Romans 1.16. And uh, let me read this to you. It says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, Paul wrote, because it is God's power for salvation to everyone who believes, first to the Jew, and also to the Greek. Let's have a word of prayer together. Father, I pray that you help me to be a plain preacher today, so plain that a child understand me. I pray that you help me be in tune to your Holy Spirit, even as I preach, if there's a word of knowledge to be given. Uh, Lord, I, I, I trust that you give it to me, and if you prompt me with it through your Holy Spirit, I, I wanna be obedient to speak to it. And then Lord, I know you look at all of us, people listening, watching, doing both, uh, but you see me differently. I'm set aside for that and uh, to a greater and a more strict judgment. I know that and I accept that place in rightly dividing your word. So in the name of Jesus, I pray his name that I preach. Uh, in Romans 1.16, Paul wrote, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. And I want to break from that scripture for a moment to talk about the gospel. In our series, we handled, uh, we handled God and creation we handled the fall of man, which became our place of rebellion against what he had willed and what he had planned. But it also began a picture of his rescue to us as well. Then we moved on to a Jesus that's prophesied, uh, that is promised, a Messiah that is to come. We handled that. We handled that this Jesus, our Messiah, our Lord is perfect and uh, he is sinless. We saw how he uh, lived his life on mission, and then he, uh, that mission took him to the cross. He's the Lamb of God, and he died on the cross, and he took on the wrath of God. This is very important to the gospel definition, that he took on God's anger towards sin for us. Then the resurrection, he's raised from the dead. He beats the death and the grave, and the power that raised him is the power that saves us. And a lot of times with the gospel message, this is where we stop, right here. But it goes on. The gospel story goes on. I really, I, I think you're in total agreement with everything up to that point uh, when it comes to the gospel picture. But remember, it's still going. The gospel story is still, con uh, still continuing. He is being raised, ascending into heaven, the ascension, and he is, he is faithfully reigning as king there with his authority. 
And then the next step after that is his return in scripture. It's referred to as the blessed hope of God that is given to us. So you see the picture when it comes to every bit of that. Now let's go back. He says, I am not ashamed of the gospel. And I just told you what the gospel was in our series because it is God's power. Remember that uh, the, the gospel is not advice, it's power. And it's not our power, it's God's power. And it has an aim to it. That aim is salvation. And that aim is for everyone who believes. And he speaks to the first to the Jew, to the Greek, which gives an all-encompassing view of the people that it, were just all included in that, that is to reach us. It goes through... It goes through nationality and geographical and racial and all kinds of boundaries. The gospel is intended for those being all those who are included by saying first the Jew and then also to the Greek. I want you to see in this and remind you through our series that in the midst of all this is this great invitation for me and you to respond to the gospel. He invites us at, from last Sunday sermon to the wedding banquet. We have an invitation there. Paul's not ashamed of this of this gospel, as he speaks it to one of the most powerful cities uh, at, that existed at that time, and that is Rome, uh, a great economic sister, uh, uh, center, a great uh, political government center, and a great war power. And he he's telling them this man named Jesus. And what he has done is your only chance. And he's offering this to you from our rebellion to our eternity. That's what the good news is, is we're still being invited by God to join him into this kingdom life, into this rescue that he's given to us through his son, Jesus. He is providing that way. I have, uh, I have put together something that I started off with and then I've been adding to it along the way. And I wanna read it to you. It says, the gospel is good news and it is that God has intervened in our lives uh, between our rebellion and our eternity. He intervenes with the gospel, which is the life and mission of the promised and sinless Jesus. The gospel message includes his sacrifice on the cross, his resurrection from the grave, his ascension to heaven, and the promise of his glorious return. This gospel intervention, and I want you to really key in on the word intervenes or intervention, when believed will transform our lives from rebellion to obedience and forever change our eternity with him, your preacher. Um, if you ever have an opportunity and for some reason you are needing a revisit to what the gospel definition is, we certainly have our podcast with this series that you can go back to. But I want to take you to the Apostles' Creed. And it's called the Apostles' Creed, not because it was written by the apostles, but because this is a summary of what all the apostles preached. And they put it together. So if you ever need a quick, you can use your phone and just just write in your search area, the Apostles' Creed, and you'll come up with it. If you're ever on a spot where you need a picture of the gospel story, you're gonna be able to see it right here. And I wanna read it to you. It's called the Apostles' Creed. 
I believe, and you can say this as your prayer with me today if you want, I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth. And in Christ and in Jesus Christ, his only son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born to the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead and buried. He descended into hell, which he did. He went there to preach. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit. I believe in the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sin, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. If you ever need a visit, a quick visit, uh, to getting the picture and a, and a definition, go to the Apostles' Creed. They didn't write it, but this is a summary of what they preach together, and it becomes really a resource for us in our gospel story and also uh, just, the, just, just the gospel definition it becomes to that. So I want to thank you for being a part of this series. I hope the podcast in that series helps you because each Sunday is different, and we try to go in line of what we've already been doing from the from the creation of God, the fall of man, all the way to the return of Christ. Now, uh, you're going to be seeing this on Sunday. This is taped on Thursdays. I've uh, already been wishing you a happy Thanksgiving, and I do mean that because Thanksgiving is very important to me, uh, and I pray that it is to you too, and I pray it becomes a blessed one. Even, even in our grieving process, I pray that you see the blessing in it of uh, being with family and just even being near the Lord. Uh, but uh, on this Sunday is also a day of giving and we call it Joash Sunday. We always have it the Sunday before Thanksgiving and as a Thanksgiving offering for our church. Uh, as uh, we help support five international orphanages, other ministries, our own missions and evangelism, uh, we, we help other churches, we help plant churches, we help sometimes with their financing when it comes to planting churches as well. Uh, we just try to be a blessing and this is a way for our congregation to just replenish, uh, to bless our church and we call it the Joash Chest. I learned it from another church in Memphis, Tennessee or really outside of Memphis called Germantown. <clears throat> we learned how they've used it in the past and you're going to find about the Joash chest in 2 Kings chapter 12. Now, I'm going to put that chapter up for you, but 2 Kings 12, you can look it up and read about the Joash chest. It was used to repair and restore the temple. Uh, it was used as a ketchup offering, meaning obviously not the condom <laughs> ketchup, but obviously uh, you've been away through the summer, the Lord's blessed you. You, you may need to catch up on your tithing. Uh, you may just want to bless the church, just whatever it is. <clears throat> and uh, we uh, take many forms of gifts. Uh, we've gotten land and cars and, and livestock and uh, jewelry and stocks and bonds and all kinds of ways that people have given to us. So uh, I'm saying this to you because many of y'all have contacted me and uh, we, we're going to include you in this. If this has blessed you, been a blessing to you, uh, you can send in a gift to this. It feels really weird asking for this, but I'm just including you on in what we're doing Sunday. 
Uh, we'll be taking communion Sunday, and then we'll be doing the Joash chest as well on that day. So uh, we're going to put an address up on the screen uh, for you to give. And obviously you can pause that and take that down, whatever. And that's the safest way for you to give your gifts. If you have our Tithely app, you can give that way. And there's a place you can roll up and find the Joash chest and give to that as well. So uh, if, you, if we're giving that out to you in case you want to just bless us for the ministry that you are a part of. Okay. So uh, we thank you for watching and listening. Uh, we're grateful to you as well for what you do. We covet your prayers, and I love you. I pray you have a great Thanksgiving, and remember what we say to each other before we leave this place, grace and peace, and make sure you live in both of them. Happy Thanksgiving to you.